Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What we will never truly know about Christmas. God has spoken to us through the Son, whom He made heir of all things and through whom He created the universe who is the refulgence of His glory, the very imprint of His being, and who sustains all things by His mighty Word. When He had accomplished purification from sins, He took His seat at the right hand of the Majesty on high, as far superior to the angels as the name He has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my Son, this day I have begotten you? Let all the angels of God worship Him. The letter to the Hebrews, 1-2-6. We can never really get it, certainly not in this life what truly happened at Christmas. Never mind the who, what, where, when and how of Jesus Christ's birth or whether it actually happened. Rather, even for the two billion Christians on the planet, who supposedly believe that Mary gave birth to a divine infant in Bethlehem two millennia ago, according to the Gospels, that article of faith is infinitely beyond understanding in words. But let's unpack it in 800 words and see why we can never wrap our minds around it. God becomes man. Needless to say, we can never even get close to knowing who God is and what He went through in becoming a divine and human being in the person of Jesus. But let's see how far our wits can take us. To conjure a metaphor from current news and entertainment, think of a being with all the powers of nature, all the wealth and wherewithal of the rulers and the rich throughout history till today, all the armies and armaments ever built, and even all the concocted capabilities and invulnerabilities of superheroes in movies and comics. Well, that imaginary being is still nothing next to God. Now, in the Annunciation, Celebrated nine months before Christmas on March 25th, the Almighty becomes human in the womb of the Virgin Mary without losing His divinity. Thus, the Christmas Day Mass reading from St. John's Gospel, Jn 1-1-18, declared, And the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us, and we saw His glory, the glory as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. Going back to our metaphor, that incarnation of the Divine was an infinitely greater diminution than our imaginary superpowerful mega-moneyed person shedding all might and wealth to become a destitute, diseased, blind, deaf and mute paraplegic in the most godforsaken place imaginable, far more distressed and deathly than, say, the war-ravaged Gaza Strip, as earth is compared with the heaven God came from. Writing to the Philippians, St. Paul the Apostle recounted the Son's immense sacrificial self-abasement, Phil 2-5-8, Christ Jesus, who, though He was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied Himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. Yet the hardest aspect of God becoming human for us to conceive of is the divine and human natures present in one person. But after centuries of theological, the First Council of Nicaea in 325 ruled that Jesus was both divine and human. Hence, our Lord went through the fullness of human life and growth while always having the infinite and eternal omniscience and omnipotence of God and in living everything a human being faced in life, Jesus held back His divine knowledge and power to be subject to earthly limitations and pains, from hunger, thirst and tiredness to bruising, bleeding and eventually expiring. He even limited His human awareness of what His divine nature knew, as when He said at the end times in St. Matthew's Gospel, Mount 24:36. But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. 
Like father, unlike son. More than earthly limitations, privations and pains, however, what was perhaps the hardest part of God the Son becoming human is the separation of Jesus' will from the Father's after totally reflecting God's being and will for all eternity. As the above quoted letter to the Hebrews said, the Son is the refulgence of His, God's, glory, the very imprint of His being. Thus, the evangelist John in the Christmas Day Gospel reading, echoing the very first line of the Bible, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through Him, and without Him nothing came to be. But when the Word became flesh, the Son took on a divine human will capable of differing from the Father. Thus, in the Garden of Gethsemane before His Passion and Death, Jesus said in the Gospel of Mark, with similar accounts by Matthew and Luke, Abba, Father, all things are possible to you, remove this chalice from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. Hence, the Word became fully human with a creature's distinctness from the Creator and its capacity to differ from and even go against Him, something the Son has never ever done for all eternity. Nor did He do so in His earthly life. Rather, at Gethsemane, Jesus subjected His will to the Father's, reversing the disobedience of Adam and Eve, redeeming all humanity, and showing how we can be one with God, conform our will to His. A final thought on our Creator becoming a helpless creature at Christmas, He does it again and again at every Mass. In the form of bread and wine, God sheds infinity, eternity and boundless might and becomes helplessly subject to disbelief, desecration and destruction, so He and we can be one in His holiness. That's how much Jesus loves us. Blessed Christmas! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.